Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. there mateys it's time to set sail on another episode of unconstitutional awakening you guys hanging out with john over there it's just so nice we had to do it twice and so he's back with us this evening and it's me and luis to uh to just sit here and just carry on i think we're going to talk about a little bit of everything again tonight maybe not so much conspiracy minded as uh reality and such so you know that was too easy with their right? conspiracies were just flying off. They us were, they were flying off last night. It was, it was <laughs> Two nice. hours it's, straight. It's, it's now becoming conspiracy fact, conspiracy fact, conspiracy fact. It's like a thousand <laughs> convoluted uh, executions of like several <laughs> players all simultaneously saying, now is my time to act <laughs> and, and play a part in the global play that is the earth. Right, Everybody right. just taking out their sh- cards. And like, <laughs> I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. <laughs> I mean, it's it it has been getting a little buck wild out there, but you know, I I, I for one enjoy seeing it because, you know, I've always been kind of conspiracy minded. You know, a long time ago, somebody started calling me Captain Conspiracy as a way to insult me, and I turned it into a whole moniker because yes, sir, why not? Like it it was just something fun to do, and you know, like I I enjoy the conspiracy stuff, and I do enjoy some of this reality stuff that's going on around us. You know, the world's getting more and more exciting every day, and. You know, it's it's kind of what even led to this kind of stuff. There was just another another platform to put content out, you know, and, yep. and give people some good information that's not scripted, as John was telling us, and we were talking about Mockingbird last night and stuff too, and uh, <laughs> you know, just real raw information out there in the world. And we do appreciate everybody that's out there on Rumble and Odyssey and BitChute, and even those few episodes that do make it to YouTube. I mean, there there is a couple, but <laughs> the YouTube, few are far yeah. between. You know, it's it depends on where you can go because YouTube's a touchy area. Good wholesome content. Yeah, oh yeah, we, that's where we put the wholesome content though. Like right now, we've got the the pirate series up there, and we got a uh, we got. I saw that. We got you can't the, uh, derank that. You're talking about piracy. <laughs> and well, and we also got the uh, Lowell Johnson, and hit when he showed us those amazing artifacts because that was that was pretty you know safe for work i guess you could say it was a very wholesome conversation lowell's a very cool dude you know i appreciate him talking to us and stuff like that he he actually still messages me and i I appreciate him so like if you guys haven't checked that out i recommend checking that out because he's a very interesting fellow like that's 
that's really all I can say with that. But you know, everybody out there listening and stuff and watching, we appreciate you guys. And that's why we keep on pumping out these episodes because believe it or not, there really are people all over the world checking this out. So I think that's pretty cool and yeah. appreciate all you guys. Like it's the whole, the reason we keep doing this stuff, man. So we're just going to keep on with the conversation this evening before we get to, before we get too far, you guys make sure you hop on over there to unconstitutionalawakening.com where you can find all the cool stuff. You'll be able to find links to get back to, uh, to John because they're on with the episodes. Of course, there's new links to get back to, uh, all the shows where you can watch it, all where you can listen to it, the merch store, all of our fantastic sponsors. And down here at the bottom now, you got great links to get back to everybody else where you can find us on Facebook, where you can find me, Bandit, and Neptune on TikTok, as well as Catherine or Caitlin. Sorry, I, my bad. And then uh, Luis has his own website. You know, guys, you know, he's really cool. You guys really should check out Luis if you haven't. Like, yeah, I was, I was checking out your website the other night, Luis. I got stuck on there for about 40 minutes trying to go to bed. Yeah, no, Luis is a cool guy, man. Like he's it, when he, when you follow him in other places too, he's always sharing like his mid journey art and stuff, and and that group on Discord and stuff like that. Man, he's a, Luis is a very he's he is a candidate for the most interesting man in the world. I could see him with his Dosekis. Uh, like, yo, I, I hope one day I can actually execute half the shit that goes. Actually, kind of looked like a, you know the the Puerto Rican Dosekis guy. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thanks. The most interesting man in the world. <laughs> I mean, that's that's why I like having Luis around here. You know, I kind of I know at one point in time he was totally doing his own little thing, but I kind of stole him away and scooped him up and gave him a, gave him a part over here because I just think he fits so well with everything that we got going on here. And I do appreciate you, Luis. You're a you're a spectacular yeah. human from my point. It's of wonderful. View. Luis, should we should we bring that Bob guy back on? I heard you guys were having a, a real good combo. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm officially a globetard, so it's okay. I, I I have understood my place in the world. Oh boy! You know, you know, you know. Actually, I I got an email from him today, and he's uh, he's he's. I guess he's still a little sandy about the whole situation. Like, I don't know why he's sandy. I'm the one. I'm the one that didn't slur a single insult. He's the one that <laughs> slurred a hundred insults. I mean, yeah, it was just, I was the peaceful. I was the peaceful one. That's pretty you know, ballsy, eh? To come on to someone's podcast and fucking assault them. Bro, <laughs> there's, I, I, there are people out there currently that have made parody pages about me. That's how, like, you, oh, you're hating your biggest fans. I would say that's good. You know, say that's, that's good. Yeah, that's a badge. Like, if you got parody pages getting made about you, man, that's that's right, no, once there's <laughs> officially memes about you, you're made. <laughs> there is. There's a whole page that's been dedicated to me, and like they think that I'm mad about it, and like I think it's the greatest thing in the world because now everybody's like, well, who's this guy? They're taking time out of their day to make fun of, and they have to come find me and check me out. And so I appreciate everybody coming to check it out for yourself. Like, it's kind of wacky over here, and I'm kind of cheesy, so just buckle in because we have a good time with this stuff people don't see your boots bro people don't even yeah. know people don't, don't even know people don't even know i didn't even i wear, know. I wear <laughs> knee-high socks of different varieties and cowboy Dude. boots and shorts everywhere i go i want to see this man out in the wild it's like a whole new experience like oh look that's that's how everybody experiences jim oh, Bob. man uh, you know what i believe i actually have a good picture of me and bandit that i could i could totally i mean when off. you were you were doing the peanut thing I wish there was a video of you from afar doing the peanut thing. Oh, from, from, from afar? Like, yeah, no, just would... like witnessing you doing the peanut thing just from afar. 
that would that would actually probably be pretty good for everybody to see it it's it's gonna be fall i've already said that i'm gonna you're gonna do it again you mentioned i'm gonna do it again this fall like it's it's fall time so i need to get it back out now that it's getting chilly outside you know what i'm saying like it's it's only fair i have i'm totally sending these pictures to myself right now that have me and bandit and uh Oh. Out. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I'm they're they're not. I there. have never seen your full form. Jimmy. I'm a tiny little guy. Uh, like there, it's all there is, is to the it. First oh, time I've actually seen his true form. He's always been like, is, how does this person actually look body wise look like? Well, now like, I know. I'm a little bitty dude. Yo, and dude, I'm, and I and I really do wear like the the cowboy boots and socks. Like that's that's me. Like a hundred percent me. Yeah, you know, your presence on screen adds fucking two feet to you, brother. I thought you were a tall bloke. Oh no, dude, I'm a leprechaun, man. Like they're always after me, Lucky Charms, brother. How tall? How tall is Bandit? And Bandit's close. Bandit's close to like six foot. Like yeah, Bandit's Bandit's Neptune's not much taller than me, but he's still taller than me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like five seven and 150 pounds, soaking wet. Is that Neptune right there? Is That's that Neptune. yeah? He's got a butterbean vibe to him a little bit. I mean that in a good way. Yeah, like yeah. You can swing. <laughs> the boy's got a chest on him. <laughs> but um, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's and that's the thing. Like, I, 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 man, I'm, I'm quick on the leprechaun jokes about myself. Like, I've always been a real little guy. Like, people according according to the stats, you're literally taller than most of China. What are you talking about? You're literally hey, taller hey. than about one billion people. Well, are you okay? So, <laughs> so when, so it took me until when I all the way up through tenth grade. Like after the summer of tenth grade, I reached this size. But through tenth through tenth grade, I was like five foot and some change, and like. 75 pounds i was i was the littlest fucking thing you've ever seen i got called the flying short shit because my friends thought it was fun to throw me oh 75 pounds you sound like a anemic child back then i was just a little dude dude, i was just tiny my mom my mom's not even five foot bro like my 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 friend's son is six years old and weighs 75 pounds what what are you sure you were 75 pounds 11 i went and then i hit 150 and then like I've been here since like, wow, that is, I've been the size for going. I've got, I've still got shirts that I had in high school. No way. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well, that's just, and I mean, I'm, I don't get me wrong. I eat and shit. I'm just active. I got a lot to do. I move refrigerators for a living. Like there's something else. that's hilarious to see. Little ass me moving a 400 pound refrigerator. Oh, dude, stairs. have you not noticed like the workforce of the United States is usually under five, eight? Because huh. it's all Latinos <laughs> and they make it really it's hard for Latino me to men. listen. Listen, no offense to the Latin to my Latino fans, I love you guys, but listen, save some boots for me because it took me an entire weekend to find boots my size because all of you wear the they same buy size them. Boots as me. Because they buy, I mean, I mean. They love boots. I mean, also because you're also working and they're also working. And many people in Mexico love boots, too. I mean, that whole idea is Mexican. It's just the the Americans appropriated it, but it was likely more Mexican. Yeah, no. Texas was Mexico. For fuck's sake, Texas was Mexico. Like, I don't I don't doubt that at all. And I love my I love my work boots. Like, these are the best things ever. I'm not like the cowboy boots have that real funny bottom that's kind of thin and almost hits the ground if you walk on it too much. But these got like that work sole bottom. And 
and like i love these work boots because they're in on and off with a quickness like you don't even gotta try boom work boot and like and you can get comfortable when you're sure sure they cost a good little bit more than most boots do but you get two to three years out of a pair of boots before you got to go change them to be honest i mean if and i found a cobbler so i'm gonna give my old pair it's your health. Like that's why they tell you don't buy the thirty dollars boots because one, you're gonna re- you're gonna break them in a year. Yeah. And two, they're usually not that comfortable. And three, if you're not un- if you're uncomfortable, the progressive damage to your body yes. is exponential. Yes. Like bad shoes mean yep. bad back. Bad back mean bad life. So two I've been together. I shattered my heel uh, when I was twenty one. Um, I jumped out my ex-girlfriend's window. So that was uh, the walk of shame is always better than the window, guys. Okay, that's my lesson to you. But, uh, you know, it was winter and we had kind of hooked up after we broke up and then we slept in. She didn't want her roommates to know I was there. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just jump out the window. No biggie. I used to do that CKY jackass shit when I was a kid. So like, fuck it. There was a little snow on the ground. So like an idiot, I popped up on the windowsill, second story window and Kind of just hung my feet out and popped off. <laughs> looked Without looking down. And then halfway down, I was like, oh, no, this is not good. <laughs> Boom, land on the porch. I'm down. She drags me inside. The roommates all find out I was there. Yeah. The cigarette I had in the cab to the hospital was the best smoke I've ever had in my life. But Because uh, it's lowering your anxiety. Oh, man. Massively. It so like- I feel the... That so people don't. I was once in a similar situation of like high stress. Somebody was fighting with me, and I decided not to fight back because I was like, "There's no point." He punched me and everything. I was just laughed at him. That's, yeah, that, that's a good way. It's like they the punch is so pathetic. I'm like, I'm not gonna fight you, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna it. kill you. I'm not gonna fight you. So I just laughed off and walked away. I was pissed. Then somebody gave me a cigarette. Yeah, everything calmed yeah. down. If anybody's that's having a, a panic day. attack. Tell or like like an like an anxiety situation, like a situation, even if they don't smoke, just tell them smoke this. Yes, oh. I know you don't smoke. Smoke this hey, and and you're suddenly going to feel before. better. I've done that to somebody before and they did. It's the weird, but, but they it's, were just like they were just I like, would go oh. get them cigarettes. Here's some menthol, like some menthol cigarettes because it's smoother. It's like here's some menthol. Just not Newports, please. Don't give them Newports. <laughs> don't, be don't, anybody, <laughs> don't give them Newports. And it calms people down, but yeah, Newports are harsh, dude. I, they that uh, they should be banned. They are terrible. I think they are banning menthols, aren't they? They are this banning. So yes, the Biden administration, I think, pushed forward for banning menthol cigarettes. Which, look, at the end of the day, I get it. It's an addictive, extremely addictive substance. It's yeah. like a it's like a crutch method to make it even more addictive. Yeah. Um, oh, at the end of the day, I mean, this is not that much better, but. This are make they're making these now more evil because they're not be able to tax them. So you guys know about the the oh. settlement that was done between the states oh, and the tobacco companies. Yes, I do. I know all about. Oh, I've actually no, no, made videos about this. Oh yeah, Jim Bob. Then you can lead with who you know the uh well they because of because of that deal I, and I don't know the name of it off the top of my head, but because of that deal, like there's so many cutbacks and stuff that continue and like these. These politicians and government entities already spent that money years yes, ago. They, they, they basically owe the tobacco companies kind of like a weird contract they have of like earnings. So, but it's based off tobacco sales. So everything not tobacco is not included in that. So it's like this weird situation where 
They need it to be tobacco sales and they need to sustain a level of tobacco sales. But tobacco sales has plummeted and now marijuana sales are exploding. Yeah. So this whole situation has exacerbated to the point that now they're pushing IQAs into the United States, which is still considered a tobacco product. Uh, I don't know if you heard of how IQAs. It's like a smokeless thing, uh, like a smokeless tobacco option. It's like a hundred dollars for the machines, but all they're doing is making was- a black market. All they're doing is yeah. creating a black market. Well, I'll tell you who that we got a pretty we got a pretty rampant black market for cigarettes up here that the indigenous uh, like to pump through the country. You go to the res, you call them uh, putters usually. They're called putters. You mm-hmm. get about a it's not even in a pack. You get this bag that <laughs> you stick in the freezer for about ten bucks, and there's probably a carton in that bag. And, they taste like dog shit. You're good to go for a month or so. Oh, uh, there is <laughs> illegal cigarettes in New York that come from straight from China. And I'm like, I, 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 was, I actually smoked one. I was like, I'm curious because I'm like, what the? F- when I lived what? in Buffalo, when I lived in Buffalo, I used to send money back to my mom to get cigarettes from Georgia. Yeah, because they were way cheaper. cheaper. And then, of course, I'd throw a little bit of extra in there to get the other cartons for my friends that weren't wanting to pay the fucking New York prices either. Cause fuck the state. Like, I mean, <laughs> I used is to Georgia, actually... is, is stuff generally cheaper in Georgia. I mean, uh, the prices are going up because it's become Hollywood and Atlanta, but like generally the, okay. So the cost of the house I had in Buffalo was cheaper and is still cheaper. I can look it up today and it's under a hundred thousand. Buffalo house prices I've seen are, but, are, are nobody are wants real. to live in Buffalo. Yeah. But the but the but like the cost of living outside of that was like ridiculous. Like you know, buying things in the store and stuff like that. Can, from my perspective, and this is this is 2007, 2008 was like the last okay, time okay. That's that's been and it was still high in my perspective. Like hell, when I first when I moved up there and my first job up there working at a gas station gave me fucking ten dollars an hour. That was the best shit I had ever seen. Figure I had been working for under seven you know down here in georgia for years like minimum wage was 550 when i first started working in georgia oh shit five fucking 50 okay no but i guess yeah as much as much as the government's paying me right now it's 1990s all over again actually less 40 dollars a day and and you know i was was static when i was making ten dollars an hour but then when they were like well one pack of cigarettes cost ten dollars i was like you can suck my dick like (laughs) Like, this is this ain't gonna happen, sir. This is ridiculous. Give me two hours of they, your life. They, time off your life. Well, first they showed me the res, and I thought that was the coolest shit ever because I could go with seven bucks and get a get a carton, get multiple cartons of Indian cigarettes for like yes, seven sir. bucks a piece, and they're not yep. the best, but shit, they did the job. And then I started being like, well, shit, I could just get them, get my mom to send them to me. Like, why not? Why well, just I just order them from my mom. She'll send them right to me. She ain't got a problem with that shit. So she used to. But then I moved back to Georgia. And then, like, so the cost of living in houses, like, to get a new house built or to get a house, like, anywhere close to anything, is pretty expensive. And there still is a lot of, com- there's, it's still pretty common to see a lot of trailers just off in the woods out here, like, even myself. And because you can buy a, tra- a mobile home for 30000 bucks and put it on a yeah. piece of land that is big as fuck. And Hopefully never be you buy the again. piece of land will be the trick because that's the tricky part when it when it comes to mobile homes that people just rent the land. 
Well, sure, you can go to a park, sure, but I mean, I'm, there's there's a lot of places that you can, you know, people buy their land, and that's what they just put out there. It's common to put a trailer out on a piece of land. It's we still have some counties that it's okay to live out of your fucking like literal mobile home, like drivable RV. Like, yeah, they don't, you know, there's. And it should be legal. We, it I mean, should be. It should be legal housing, everywhere. We're having a national housing crisis, and it, people are like, "Why are we having a national housing crisis?" Well, because our borders are wide open. Look, well, and because hey, you I, want everybody to live in a fucking box. Like, why can't why can't the guy that chooses to go live in a tent in the woods choose to go live in a tent in the woods? That's his that's choice. And that's the thing. They should box. allow that. They that's should allow pretty much well, anybody. Because then they anywhere. can't. They don't know where you're at at all times. They don't know where to find you when you miss that tax or when they need a little extra tax from you. They need to be able to keep you on tabs. So good thing, though. No, now there is now there is tricks if you're camping in national parks. Like you're supposed to have to move every 14 days, and there's only so many yards that you have to move. So if you're a smart fella and you got and you and you are living in a tent, mm-hmm. you, get, you pick up and you move that many yards, and they can't do anything to you. Now, to be oh. real with you, you know, like those these those uh game wardens i guess you would call them that's in rangers and stuff that's who you'd run yeah. across in these national forests and when it comes to like camping and stuff like that they're a little more lenient but when okay. it comes to like trying to you know, they they love to fuck with people if you're like on public lakes and stuff about your fucking fishing oh lake. i've been booted off uh parts up here that's why for- i fish down the river because one good luck catching me in my canoe going downstream and two, like I'm so far deep in the fucking woods when I go fishing. Like, if you come up on me, you're probably on a piece of private property that I'm only allowed to be on, and you might get shot because you're not supposed yeah. to be out there. Not supposed to be. Jim Bob, let me ask you this: Do you ever get nervous out there in those national parks? Because uh, I've gone down a few rabbit holes of the disappearances uh, that happen in national parks, and I find that shit hell of hell of fast. You guys want a story about yeah, but, about yeah. the what used to be a Cherokee Indian reservation, but oh, it I got it. all right. So it, it got, it, it was Cherokee and Creek Indians down the Flint river on the South end of the Flint river. And in the late 1800s, early 1900s, Trail of Tears time, it actually got sold out from underneath them by their chief, chief McIntosh, who was killed on his route route home by fellow natives because of selling everybody out. Uh-oh. And, uh, so they left this whole chunk of land and the state of Georgia has never done anything with it at all. And when you're going down the river, you can still see caves and I've come across what they call stone portals and mounds and stuff out there roaming that's, around. That's hella sus that they didn't do anything with it, right? Because that kind of means they're like, I don't even want to touch it. Isn't it? And so yeah. we're out there roaming around one one evening after going up and down the river because a buddy of mine's got a cabin on the opposite side of the river. And we're out there with our deer rifles and stuff doing our thing, just kind of walking around through the woods. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go walk through the woods unarmed. That's just yeah. what I think. So, dude, my homie leans his rifle up against the tree and stands on the other side of the tree to pee. And I'm on, like, the other side of the tree, too, like, opposite of all of them. And... When he turns back around, the rifle's gone, and we both heard what sounds like native cackling off into the fucking distance of the caves. The sun's going down, and 
Hey, like you know, uh, like the like like the, like a native yell. You know what I'm saying? Like a war cry type yeah, yell. And we were like, it's time to get the fuck out of here. We got back in the canoe, and like, rifles gone, like gone. Rifles gone, gone. And my nah, a buddy man. rabbit, which I hope he does listen occasionally. He I imagine those were teenagers 100%. fucking with you yeah. guys. But still, not I mean, the if, place you want to be in. I mean, no. either way, is deep in the woods. Is deep in the woods as we were. Like if you come yeah. up on us, dude, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't known it, man. We were out there, like. And and that's some so I, shit. I yeah. really think because there's 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 evidence that people actually still like live in those caves, of course. But there's like evidence that there's there was a lot of weird native like this was a center of congregation and stuff like that because this is a big river, the only river in the state that doesn't have a dam on it. And mm, so it's yeah. pretty natural. Yeah, and and so there's like. There's just all this stuff out there. That's there's even there's even a bass that is only found in that stretch of river, like in the entire world. Like, what do you mean? Like uh, a particular species that's not exploited? A a, a species? Oh, a bass. Oh, a species of bass. bass. Yeah, it's only that's um, it's it's a a shoal. It's a shoal bass, like a like a rock type living bass or whatever, and like it's it's apparently only found in the Flint River and. You know, that's there's some other weird critters like salamanders and shit that are only found down there off the Flint River and shit, too. Like, there's there is some there's some like weird mystic shit about this area of Georgia, all the way down to alternative versions of the story of Doc Holliday because he grew up in a place called Griffin, Georgia, which is a town or two over from me. And uh, when I tell people, yeah. that, when, I, when, when I tell people that he that I've been to his dentist office. They're like, he was a mobile dentist. He never had an office. And I'm like, I can show you the plaque. I can show you the building. So I don't know what you're talking about. I've seen his childhood house, the house he had as an adult. And there's even a plaque in our in that cemetery of that town that talks about his grave being there and unmarked. He's not actually in Denver in the place where his whole little shrine and go-to thing is that he was brought back to Griffin, Georgia and buried next to his parents in an unmarked grave. There's a, there's a set of tombs out there and they, they, they like, there's all these weird things that go on in this area. It happens to be on the 33rd parallel too. So that's all kind of, you know what I mean? Like it's old country, man. That's, that's where stuff. And like the facts, I guess it's probably, it sounds like that shit doesn't get fucked with too much by the powers that be and humans in general, which uh, has allowed it to develop these kind of unique species and shit, which, uh, Hey, let's go. It's funny that those things kind of a tangent, but like, I didn't realize sloths for instance, are like a huge source of medicine. Like the mold that grows on a sloth is used for a lot of treatments. Yeah, I didn't know this shit either. On but like a sloth. Yeah, straight up. Sloths are like hella good for us. Like we we owe sloths. I can't remember that. I, I, exactly. All I've seen, they, they, they still love their kids. I saw one. <laughs> Fungus extracted from a sloth yeah. hair has been revealed to have medical advancements on cancer treatments. Yep. There's. I was mentioning because there's a cute clip of like somebody the the baby dropped and the humans bringing it back and the sloth is like oh <laughs> like you it's know that- moving fast as fuck as fast as it can to grab its baby and like Yo, put it back they, on him. 
Do you know most sloths die while they're taking a shit? Because they come out of their tree to uh, poop. <laughs> That's when they get murked. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, meat. The wolf is like, I smell sloth meat. Can you imagine for those animals, sloth meat is like a delicacy. Ooh, you got to wait till they're shit. <laughs> Sloppy. You know, they, they call they, them sloppies. You know, I, I, I grew up at a time when we actually still ate things like turtle. Like. Oh, I've seen a turtle. fucking video of a turtle getting cooked. And uh, my you know why I could never do it? Inside the show. Did you ever watch that fucking cannibal movie, the old one, where they used real footage of them? Uh, it's considered one of the most like disturbing movies ever made. I was on a There's weird a few, but but it was the one? one. It's the one where they go to the Amazon and like they chop this turtle up on camera and it's fucking savage and fucked up. And I, it's, yeah, I don't think I could eat a turtle from seeing that shit. I gotta figure out what that fuck Multiple different kinds, of course, but we used to get... In many countries, it's still done, but the problem is turtles are crucial for the ecosystem. So, like, for example, you have uh, certain things like ticks. They don't contribute to the ecosystem. Mosquitoes, they they don't contribute to the ecosystem. So, So, a simplest explanation is there's a few interesting creatures that do connect to the to what is the collective ecosystem. And there's a few that do nothing, that only consume. And you also could say the humans. Humans are, are one of those too. Because, of pe- because of people's inability to whatever, the turtle population Ash. in Georgia has gotten so far out of hand. Oh, really? That... I I can if I go to I can take you places where we would normally go fishing and there is no fishing anymore because the fucking turtles evade it all. Oh, you stand shit. there, you stand there in the boat and you look around and all all around you, shells around you. Uh, turtles. Just how big are they the in sun. that region? What's the average size they get to? We that's what I was getting at is we have a varying amount of turtles. We snapping have, turtles, those massive motherfuckers. We, we have giant alligator snapping turtles. Yes, oh. I have seen them so big that they can snap a man's arm off. Yeah, we that's never get close to them because that, that, that mouth is. Strong. And then we have we have littler snapping turtles that will take fingers off in a heartbeat. We got you know your like regular kind of like common box. Pipe turtles or whatever, and then we also have an array of soft shell river turtles that are Those really are the cool. Ones people have those sound tasty. Them. The soft shell sounds tasty. When, am I right? When they're when you come across them, they look like a sea turtle because they got they got like fins and flappers and a snout. Not really a not. Oh, really like the thing. yeah, fucking yeah. land before time stuff. Yeah, and they're I've, I've run across them because again, I I like to go. Down river, like I don't, I will hop in my canoe and be like, "Hey, here's where, here's where I need somebody to pick me up, maybe tomorrow, because I'm just gonna go." And like, I, I like to venture in places that are really untouched and not seen, and just hit it with my paddle, because why not? Like, why not? En- why not enjoy some of that peace and tranquility? I- I'll tell you, a trip down the river is probably just as resetting as a trip to the beach for other people, I guess. Jim Bob, I'll tell you this quick. You'll enjoy this. Uh, because we're a Commonwealth country up here, May 2-4, Victoria's Day is a big day, big weekend, long weekend for us, uh, start of summer. And here in my hometown, we live along the Saugeen River, flows into Lake Huron, and we do Giver on the River every May, every May 2-4. And uh, people will steal the garbage cans around town, whatever you got. They build rafts, like, you know, the makeshift kind of, you just put the skid on the things and you float it down. 
you got canoes, you got boats, and we all go to Party Island. And uh, it's kind of this island in the middle of the river. And we just uh, get up to all sorts of debauchery. And that's um, what we do, mate, too, for. You should make yourself, you make your way up here some, right. some year, bud. Yeah, um, there's, a, there's this group I'm a part of that takes and makes picnic tables float and puts little electric, like, trolling Love motor that. engines on them. Yo, they could sell those up here, May two four. Like straight up, people would well, buy that. I'm thinking shit. about making one for my local lake to go out there and throw <laughs> on because that'd be boss to just go. Well, out I've there. seen rafts, double decker rafts with barbecues attached to them and like shit like that. I've seen them fucking flip. It, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You make one for a power generator, and you have a mobile power <laughs> generator, and you're like, I don't want the sound of the generator, so I'm gonna move it away. Yeah. I'm gonna put an anchor to it, and then bam, you have power, but you have like a power line going above the water. <laughs> it's like, but you have silent. You have it a could silent. Be like a, it's like an octopus of rafts with the power generator in the middle. It's <laughs> so like fucking cool. Raft, huh? That's not bad. <laughs> Well, in in Puerto Rico, I mean, you've seen that as well in the U.S. You ever seen the boat parties where all the boats just line up and then like it, it's on yeah. the water. So if you fall in the water, you're you're going to the water. Yeah. But yeah. that's kind of a similar situation. There it is. You could probably do is. that with there. pontoons. You you just Yo. align all the pontoons together and you make a they're big, called big they're party. called barrel boats. That's it's, nice. It's so you have one of these, right? That's a nice rig right there. You rent or you, you have one of these because I've seen you before on them. I've been on a couple of pontoons with people. I don't have one of these yet, but I am actually, I've got a plan to build one. Instead of using barrels, I'm going to use two 16 foot canoes and some uh, other stuff. As the, I mean, as long as, as long as you yeah. seal them properly, I think that could work well because they keep the buoyancy ratio about right. So it's, I mean, there's probably, a good, actually, somebody so probably have built them before. So there's, so some I want to, I want to line, I want to line, I'm going to line them in plastic and fill them with spray foam. The spray foam might take away the buoyancy, though. Why you wouldn't it add to it? Most of your kayaks and most of your kayaks are full of them. Yeah, oh, well, I feel like it would type, I'm, I'm saying it, I'm saying yeah. it's a type. It, you have to you have to make sure you have the right time. Sure. Because like, probably the wrong type of foam will make it more sure. dense than it should. That's what sure. I mean. Sure. Do you think a pirate would double check his, his stuff, Luis? Come on, man. He's a pirate. He's got the boat stuff. Dude, did you guys out. see that guy that got arrested a little while ago? <laughs> oh, his, his they made cement show? boats. They've been, you ever seen boats, cement boats? They figured yeah. out how to how to cancel. The, the was, what, they make it like was, hollow? It's like a fucking no, hollow. Well, it's, it's a little complicated. Making a cement boat is actually very complicated. There was a university in Puerto Rico that actually figured out how to make one a few years back. Yeah. It is not easy, evidently. It is a very okay. complicated thing to figure out how to give it buoyancy. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why the United States for be, started to become navally dominant because we figured out how to make steel boats. No shit. For everyone else. Think about it. We figured out how to make steel buoyant before everyone else did. And that is how we, we started to build so much dominance in the ocean. You can look up. That's part of the reason we start to become such dominant forces. Nobody could fight our battleships. We, we, we had such supremacy in the ocean. The UK lost their, part of their dominance so early on. And that's why yeah. we became the, the world economic controlling order because we started. And that's actually why piracy went down globally is because we started to take control further. And at that point, there was almost no piracy left. There's still some the piracy. daggers weren't cutting it for the, uh, the old steel boats. This wasn't cutting it. I mean, there's still piracy today, of course, but it's smiled in comparison to what it was. Well, it's like when I watched a new Marvel movie, 
you know, I hop on to lavidia.ch and uh, fucking pirate that shit all day. <laughs> Actually, there was a active lawsuit I saw recently uh, against the ISPs for not reporting piracy. Uh, piracy so the way accounts. the way the law up here, at least to, uh, to my understanding, uh, previous, uh, it was you really couldn't get in trouble for 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 watching it it's the site itself that's breaking the law so like you know that's based out of fucking venezuela or some shit so it's no issue really you're good but here so I, you commit the crime if you uh actively have it in downloaded to your machine if you stream it uh, technically it's not a crime it is a yeah. downloading is the crime which is the like you torrent and all that yeah okay that's how to get you te technically when you're streaming it it's downloading to your computer Fuck, I got a lot of movies on my computer then, dog. <laughs> well, no, it deletes after you finish it, but it's technically downloading to your computer. Yep. Yeah. A stream I've, is I've, just a download. I've always I've always less. done the streaming services because there there's and not the and more of the pirate streaming services, I guess you would say, because yeah, it's it, it's kind of like a loophole. Like it's like a you're you're using it for educational purposes and not, sure. you're not downloading it and keeping it and repurposing it or anything like that. You're just viewing. I mean, sports, sports streaming sites are, are so big. And I mean, I frankly, I'm, I'm not a sports person, but me, either. you know, some people like go all out and those websites are full, are full of scams and tricks. Oh, buddy. No, that's pop up. Ten fucking pop-ups, like because I've done it once or twice to see a like a particular soccer game because my friends wanted to see it, and I'm like, let's see, okay, yeah. what the like you have to go through fourteen different loops, or yeah. you can go yeah, on yeah, Twitch, yeah. or go on Twitch. Oh, Twitch is good. I might start fucking with Twitch. You guys ever you ever go on Twitch to involve or Luis? I don't know. No, I mean, I have friends who, I mean, I, I probably have been in my friends' streams. We, they've been playing, so we've been playing together, but I'm just a voice in those streams. So even right. though I don't have an account there because I was, because I'm involved with Josh on the Red Pill Project, I, an episode that me and Vince did of Makes You Think got us banned, got that channel banned from Twitch. <laughs> the heck did you talk about? What was your ban of all offense, sir? Um, Unit 731. Japan. So we did a whole episode about Unit 731, and they were like, But did you show? Is that why? Because you showed I'm what's Unit 731? Unit 731 was a was something that makes what some of the Nazis did look like child's play. And American made or Japanese. Japanese. Oh, oh, they hear fun. about the black book on TikTok recently. Yeah. No. So it's 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 akin to that level. So Jim Bob knows better about the black book story. So uh, the one about the the one that the guys got where so they it was a book that was discovered that was yeah. related to the Chinese occupation of non King a Japan Japanese occupation. Yeah, non King. They killed fucking so four hundred thousand Chinese. Only found records of the photographs by a specially high up enough person that documented everything. Now, the person on TikTok said, this is this looks real. I showed you some pictures, but he's like, we are only going to donate it to a museum that will show every single image in this book. 
The only clause is they're, uh, they're for, they will be forced to show every image of this book. If that. not, they're not going to give it away. And so right now he has the book locked up because... Because nobody's, nobody's offered to show the whole book because he's like, yeah. we cannot censor this book. This book cannot be censored. I they will eventually the publish it. If not, I guess they will eventually publish it with time. But yeah, so everybody that, is also dead in that picture. Like even the people that were alive at the time were all dead too. Yeah, so. they're all dead. But the Everybody's thing is, dead. Japan Japan annually celebrates non king, and so and, and that's Fuck. the thing. Yeah, dude, they they do that. Why would and, they celebrate the occupation of China? Because they're proud of their military proud. It would be like Germany celebrating the fucking Holocaust straight up, and Japan does that every year, and that's why China fucking hates Japan. <laughs> that's one of many reasons. But one of many. What? Sorry, one of many. So there's like, a video of like, children. There's many videos you can find online of children in China saying uh, the Japanese, the Japanese. Like straight up, children. We're talking four years old, three years old. Well, man, they they killed more people off Japanese. They killed more Chinese people in two weeks than both the the nuclear bombs did, and they didn't use bombs. Just think about that. Like they fucking so they so it's close to so the bombs two hundred to four hundred thousand people were killed. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. The bomb and the bombs killed like six hundred thousand, didn't they? No, did it? Was it six? Maybe it was six. Regardless, let's say it was a huge amount of people. Let's did say they did close numbers, except they did it individually. Fucking line. Yes, I know. One by one. With a rifle and shooting them with a bullet. Like, you know, it's yeah, very, very morose. But sorry. So unit seven, seven thirty one units. Yeah. You oh well, they did a bunch of like experiments and grotesque, terrible things to people and but it wasn't long after when, that that Josh informed me. He was like, "Hey, your episode got me canceled on Twitch," and I was like, "I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry." And he was sorry. just like, "He was just like, it's no big deal." He was just like, "I figured I'd let you know." So I was just like, "Well, I guess I'm not going to do Twitch because." Yeah, I I've guess already- yeah they banned so, they banned that quick on Twitch. Eh? That's fucked. Just so for it's a, it, it's it's uh it's Hiroshima's population. Well, estimated 140,000 of Hiroshima's 350,000 and around 80. So. Yeah, a very large amount. So yes, more people than 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 the bombings. I right. thought so. Because the minimum so. I remember hearing for for China was three hundred thousand, and then you said like four. Still, three hundred thousand is above how many people yeah. died in Hiroshima, Nagasaki. That's that's some dedication to murdering civilians. I got to tell you, God bless them. It, it it's it's disturbing to believe and even think for a moment that actively people committed these atrocities sober. Yeah, buddy, get ready. In the next couple of years, you'll be seeing some more of them. The human race has gotten better with time. I know people might not believe that, but people have gotten better. Yeah. I have a buddy I used to argue with on this topic a lot, and he used to say, well, John, we live longer, blah, 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 and this whole thing. How can you have longer before? Well, yeah, and, we, and, we used to live, we used is, live into their 80s before. That's not that that, that was been a fallacy. Well, that's been, Regardless, to me, I was just like, well, so what? It's like you have longer lasting farm equipment. It's not like, I don't know. They keep us alive longer so they can fucking work us till we die. Remember when people retired and like did stuff like that? and had actually- Technically, now you don't. Well, technically, <laughs> like, what's the what's the what's the what's the average age of death in the United States in certain parts? It's a few years after you retire. Yeah. No, man, you're working till you die. I'm well, the thing is. Fucking- 
studies have shown retiring is actually can cause an early death. I because of the routine. Yeah, so the problem is boss. after you quit, you have to do something else. There's no purpose. You have to have a purpose. If you're not getting up in them. Yeah, no, man. I, I have worked with a guy who's 82 and he was sharp as ever. He had never stopped working. And that is yeah. what he said. That's why he said he was able to be so spry because the guy was not, you know, Joe Biden at all. He was like coherent. He could move. He didn't fall off his fucking bicycle. Oh, man. Yeah. Joe Biden's 82. Is he or 81? How old is that? That cabbage patch? <laughs> on, on, on September 8th of every year, the Japanese victory dance is celebrated for the capture of Nanking in 1937. Yeah. Oh, and it was yeah, also buddy. recent, September 8th. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, they just had her. They just had her. They, and, and they, dude, do, it, I, they do it yearly. Yeah, man. I know that sounds so fucked. I remember I learned that. One of the things that oh, stuck boy. with me from my uh, university poli sci degree was some of that shit. And uh, wow. yeah. Well, yeah. I don't believe that the human race is as dark as we were in the past collectively. It's just a lot of different factors, including the alcohol. Boys, I just got to take this call real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. But Jim, Bob, you've heard of the alcohol. Um, what is it called? I'm sorry. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember. It's essentially children from alcoholics. Uh-huh. So children from alcoholics will have a tendency to violence. And it happens in the in the like the, in the early stages of the fetal stage, and it causes them to have that tendency. So they understood that once we started to filter water, once we are able to just drink water instead of beer, the human race slowly got more peaceful. So one of the biggest contributing factors to a peaceful society was the the, the stopping of that issue. I, I just I. I can't wrap they, they, my head around the fact that you think that humans are better now than they were before. I'm speaking about violent. Te- I'm speaking about violent tendencies uh, to an extreme, an ex- to extreme degrees. Wow, so there were less people. There are less people now born with those tendencies that they are born in there, the past. There, there are more people. There are more people docile and zombified because there's too many bright, shiny colors in front of their face to even be worried about that kind of stuff i think like there's when you get into other countries and stuff like that this stuff still goes on there's still violence and grotesque and slavery and gruesome and chinese hunting muslims and all kinds of things like that's oh no i'm i i'm not gonna debate that there's still no evil in the world there is it there's but there's a really good book i'm trying to look up right now i just i think that's a fallacy like i think that's i think that's there's more people that are more docile sure but i don't think i don't think that that is more peaceful like i like there's a there's a book about this subject actually called it's from steven pinker the better angels of our nature i need to go through it it's it's about the it's a it's book related to showcasing how throughout time collectively we have become more docile peaceful, more, more peaceful as a society you could call it also docile i'm not i'm not going to disregard that that statement at all you could say it's also more docile but peaceful peace is peace peace is peace is thriving like we thrive in peace we don't thrive in war we use war only because it's profitable and that's exactly what's happening right now 
because I mean, it's profitable. I mean, sure, but why did it, it turn off? Sure, but I mean, at, at the same time, like it that just seems to be more. <clears throat> it's something. It's something that happens in cycles. I mean, the 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 human race reaches points of peace and then reaches points of war. Like it's it's no no and and, and yes and th- there's different names for that. Uh, the recent book, The Fourth Turning, was a, a recent description, but there's been multiple descriptions. Somebody sent me a book called, I think it was called 1933 or 1919. Well, it's a book about the same thing about the cycles and they were just describing the cycles, but like the perspective of the past in relation to these 100 year cycles, it's give or take, it's about 80 years, but, and the cycles of empires, all these different cycles, this long cycles that are beyond on one human generation and the understanding of the transferring of power between societies as we have evolved. Of course, there's been what you would call established powers that have maintained their control throughout hundreds and hundreds of years, but there's also been shifts of power, right? Like right now, the dynamic is the United States is essentially taking over Europe, but it's taking over Europe through soft power in a way that Europe basically did not see it coming. But it, that's all that it's looking like because we're look, we are the ones that are going to give them the energy now. We're the ones that are likely going to give them the nuclear technology to evolve because we do have the most advanced nuclear technology in the world. The French just know how to run nuclear power plants, which the French can then help the Europeans with running them because they, they run them well. But our system is a reason why our systems were bad. It's really fascinatingly stupid idea that they had was they made them custom to each location. So then there was never repairable parts. While the French model said, no, we're all going to make all of them the same. So that choice made it so the European model was very easy to maintain. The American model is a fucking nightmare. So this is the perspective of a nuclear engineer explaining to me like why the American system is just a mess and the, and the French system is just consistently been working. And it was that the custom parts that either need to be made or found. And they, I remember NASA once was buying parts off eBay because there was no way to find the part. So they had to go on eBay and buy old like circuit boards to try to upgrade some of their systems because they were so old. Hmm. So it's, it's even though NASA has so much money, it's, it's because certain technologies just worked and, and you know the idea. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So they, they never replaced it. So certain parts and certain like uh, the 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 Challenger and all these other uh, machines, uh, they they couldn't replace the parts. They have to literally retrofit and upgrade the entire thing in order to make them fixable, usable. That's why we're not using them anymore. Period. They're just too old. They're not safe and they're too old. I mean, you saw what happened the poor Columbia event. That was horrible. Five people died in an explosive situation and everybody saw them. You guys Jesus. remember the Columbia crash, the Columbia incoming. So it was coming into the earth and the plaques failed. And the, so the, the, the shielding failed and uh, it exploded in the air. You guys don't remember Columbia? No, I just came back, so I'm not exactly sure what we're no, talking so, about. So, okay, the Challenger event, you guys right. seen the Challenger situation, that explosion. Yeah, that we, was, we actually talked about that last night. And yeah, we much, did. How much of it 
is true and not there. Yeah, there's this part about like potentially everybody has magical twins. Uh, and that, that <laughs> part is I, I didn't learn about that. And, and somebody made a hilarious TikTok about. But what if Big Bird was there? What if Big Bird died? And they were just <laughs> describing a whole new world where Big Bird inspired the youth of the world and created a whole new reality that was like so much better than ours. And it was all because Big Bird died. <laughs> I, I mean, I was yesterday years old when uh, I learned about that Challenger conspiracy. And that one is some of those pictures are pretty fucking uncanny, it's, man. I don't know. It's so, it's so <laughs> all I'll say is like at, at surface level, you got to ask yourself. That's it. At a surface level, is it real? I mean, yeah. I don't know the facts. I, I didn't study it further enough, but it's it's something you sh- everybody should look at. Hmm. Well, I mean, but like, ba- like Bandit, like Bandit pointed out last night, they didn't die in the ex- they. It's even in the documents they didn't die in the explosion. The yeah, that's right. Claim they died in the impact after the explosion. Why the fuck oh. would they want to Wait, hide you- them like that, though? I just wonder. Um, I guess it's a narrative. It's, I guess. I guess. I, yeah. I we I don't know the circumstances of '86. That happened a few months. I think that happened a month before I was born. Uh <laughs> actually. Or a month later, but there were situations. There's like that's why they also think that we went to the moon just to bankrupt Russia. Which I actually think that's fucking 100 percent true. Like that's that, that was like the simplest explanation I could. It was a them. the space race was a very interesting thing. Which looking back on it, it does seem like it was like because wasn't russia russia was why the first nixon, one they were the first at the gate they got the first satellite in the sky why, if why, I could, recall. why, why could nixon call the moon hmm? what huh? what did you say i didn't hear yeah he said why couldn't he call the moon I no why he could said. he call the moon why oh why why oh, was he on the phone yeah i forgot that he called the moon. the moon and then he also happened to have a picture in the background while he's on the phone with the people on the moon of earth from the moon Look, okay. I'll tell Is you. Is that this. true? I never fucking yes. I, mean, I, I, I just I learned about that like a year ago, and I was like, "What? Nixon did what?" I had no idea that happened. Look, uh, this is what I'll say about that. Horseshit. The technology to do that. Horseshit. Is no so, this shit. Is, so. I'll give you the hilarious example, which I want to slap people with when I and because I know film. They, they have some film experts come in and say, well, at the time, we didn't have the technology to fake this if this was faked. And I just slap people in the head and say. Mainstream, but, you know, you can make like, you know, engineers make things. We had a camera that could shoot at a million frames per second. In the 40s. Yeah. yeah. Shut up when you say that. Oh, there was no technology. Somebody fucking built it can build it like stop. Like, stop the nonsense script in your head that just because it wasn't mainstream available for you, oh. the technology to run the film at 60 frames per second didn't exist. I mean, there's what? that. There's are, are you that. not lunatic? We can put we can put people in space, but we can't run film at 60 frames per second. Really? Are you that are you that dense? There's that picture of Stanley Kubrick with the. Uh, with the two, I think Armstrong in it, and a couple of them walking down that uh, alleyway. And uh, Kubrick, Kubrick admitted on his deathbed that it was fake. Yo, Kubrick, man, it. eyes wide shut. Kubrick got killed for that movie almost a hundred percent. And I like, wanted to see that the Napoleon film he didn't complete. Have you heard of that? 
Yeah. No, no, oh. I haven't. Let me look up the visuals. The Napoleon film looked it was fil- it was all shot uh, in candlelight. Like uh-huh. all the lighting was real. So when you're indoors, it was real candlelight lighting up the rooms. Oh, that's really fucking hard. Yeah, that's crazy. That would have taken the guy was one of a kind for sure. He was kind of a terrible and an interesting person, but also a terrible person because I don't you know what? Did, I don't know much about the guy. With, I, well, I know he terrorized the, you know, the actress from the actress from the movie, The, the, the Shining. Shining. Oh, that poor woman. Yeah, he gave her yeah. PTSD. Yeah, he she never she never did anything ever again. He re- and, she did not recover from that movie. He no. is that true? Yeah, well, Stephen King, Stephen so King that, hated that movie. He it, didn't like that movie at all. Like he wanted he wanted he wanted her emotion to be real in that movie. So he, he wanted to scare the fuck out of her. And he scared the fuck out of her multiple yeah. times. Like they oh, her screaming it. throughout it is horrific. It's, it was, it's, it was, because it's real. What was going on, yeah. they would just send in him with an axe. Like she had no idea what the fuck was happening. Are you shitting me? How have I not known this? Oh my god! That's why the crew probably was not good, like not good with this either. That's why it came out. You think the crew would not say like, no, he actually did that because there's I'm, there's I hope she got compensated. I hope they like fucking. Somehow she got back it's, to her money for that. What was it? Uh, was it the seventies? Hell no, she didn't. No, probably not. Probably yeah. not, man. Fuck. They probably that did. sucks. She she got she got traumatized and didn't get any good any good money out of it. I mean, there's there's speak, speaking of conspiracies. There's a huge the Room Five Twenty Three or whatever that documentary is about how The Shining is actually about the Apollo moon landing, and there's all these kind of little things they talk about in there. Like Kubrick put all these uh, yes in there to let you yeah little Easter eggs. Well, Danny wearing this shirt is one specific one that does resonate. He's wearing the Apollo shirt, and he's standing in a certain spot. And then there's there's a significance with the room number, which he changed from the novel. Um, So I mean, shit. And maybe he's just fucking. Maybe he's just the first troll. He was just trolling. First troll ever, too. It could be. So, well, there's multiple trolls you can think of in in, in life, and <laughs> and that's why we joke around that um, Alex uh, with J- uh, Bill Hicks could be the joke that got brought up last night. Actually, like that also we got talked about. I, I didn't know who Bill Hicks teeth, was. His teeth <laughs> are exactly a shame. And his age lines up perfectly with yes, how he looks. That Does he look like well. a 50 year old? That got mentioned as well. Is last that a 40, night. 50 year old? Wait, it's is, a 64 year old, showing? if I recall. Uh, I think he's like late 40s, early 50s, is what he says. Yeah. He's in a and the thing is, he's been friends with Joe Rogan for 20 years. So do the math. Interesting. Yeah, Joe Rogan and him roll deep. And then not not to mention that Bill Hicks and him both had the same producer. Oh yeah, that's fucking obvious. Like really, it, it comes down to that. Like, uh, are we not? Are we that dumb and that dense? And Bill Hicks has done. He did <sighs> practice Alex Jones as a character in stand up. He did do stand up I mean, as Alex like Jones. as a conspiracy guy. Maybe Alex. Jones oh no! I mean, Bill have Hicks. you heard Bill Hicks? Like he was anti-establishment. Bill I never I, I, I got to check this dude out, but no, I never, Bill Hicks never is incredible. look him up like he yeah, did he all the great. drugs. Yeah, no, he was great. He did all the drugs. And actually, he's one of those people that did all the drugs. And he's this. He says, do the drugs, Um, obviously, in moderation. 
<laughs> yeah, learn learn how to stop. That's the tricky uh, part. Yeah, no, no. He, he basically, but part. he was a proponent of psychedelics. He was a big. He was actually, I would say, publicly one of the first big biggest proponents in the comedy world of, of psychedelics. That's Nobody a big in thing the comedy now. world was that big on the concept of psychedelics openly, no. and yeah, you can look look up his standups. It's really worth your time. It's because because they are okay. relevant today. They're perfectly relevant. Everything Bill Hicks said twenty years ago is just as relevant today as it was back then, if not more, because he was predicting what was coming. So was uh, good old Jones too. Uh, oh well, boy, I, I found this video. I found you know it was this video where uh, where where Jones is all like you know oh yeah you, you know you caught me or whatever, and you hear him break character in his voice when he's talking in, to somebody off stage at one point in this video, and then there's also like uh. the, way, the way he words it like coming out of his own mouth, he's like oh yeah you caught me. He's like but you got one part wrong. I did um. I'm not Bill Hicks. I, I'm still Alex Jones. I just played Bill Hicks. And I'm like, uh, same difference. It, so same fucking difference, so dog. Could Andy Kaufman. Could that be the distinctive difference? I don't know. And I've not dove deep into like the backgrounds of people analyzing the actual records. Yeah. Because could that be the case? Because they've they've gone down the life of Alex Jones. So they know the guy where he come from when he went to high school and everything, just because, you know, he's such a big personality that everybody's gone as deep as they can. Then the rabbit hole of his life. Sure. But it's just Alex Jones wasn't really a big thing until that producer came in and he did some footage like there's the the things line up perfectly. Bill Hicks disappears. Alex Jones starts to come into the existence. It's almost a perfect parallel. Like Alex Jones exists slightly before Bill Hicks dies, and then Bill Hicks dies, and then Alex Jones. That's the literally the pipe the timeline. It's crazy. But now he's a dick. So uh, Bill Hicks, you've turned into a piece of shit. Ah, he just inevitably sold out to the capitalistic machine, my friend. And God I bless mean, him. I, that, I don't have you think I've seen the court. The court hearings, he's actually advertising his website. I'm like, at this point, <laughs> Dude, he's calling. Don't go for it. Fuck <laughs> it. He's just like, the court hearings is some of the funniest footage you're going to see like this oh, year. No, it's, it's Alex it's Jones sucking talking. Yes, at 1776coin.com. You'll find it at 1776coin.com. That's what was it? The other web, the crypto website? Like Infowars slash crypto. Think about the fact that his fucking lawyer sent his text messages to the prosecutor. Like, like that motherfucker did that on purpose, right? Like, how is he still using that lawyer? You can't afford to hire a new one now, bud. That's what's up. No, he's, he still has <laughs> I, he's He made $800,000 a day some weeks from Infowars, from shilling that shit. So they're going after the supplement company. That's mm. not him. So yeah, they're, really, they're, they're trying to just destroy him. So and his and like he's just said openly, I don't want to destroy. I don't want to destroy people's lives because no. a lot of people depend on me. So I get that part. No. And like, look, this is um, uh, uh, Caitlin. Is her name Caitlin? Yes, Caitlin. She brought it up last night that she doesn't like to touch on on that stuff like Sandy Hook. And I agree because if there's a fucking chance that even one of those kids is a real kid that died. And I mean, that is not that there's a chance like they're probably then it's unforgivable. Right. That's how I see it. It's unfucking forgivable. So you can't even touch it. But 
you know, having said that, it's very convenient when it's untouchable, right? Just like it's very convenient that conspiracy theorists are nuts and to question anything makes you a nutty conspiracy theorist, right? Well, according to the European Union, it is, is a very dangerous thing now. The uh, European yeah. Union is an active, like active system. And what is it? The, the, the leader of New Zealand wants to create a censorship brigade with the five eyes. Like uh, it's all coming together. That's, and that's, that's what I would say. Like it is making an example of Alex Jones. So it's like, don't you fucking, unless you know hundred percent for sure it's true, which you never will. Cause we'll redact the fucking access information, you know, request you put in, you better not say it. And so guess what? You better not say shit ever. And did, that's where we're you, headed. Did, did you watch the FBI hearings when Ted Cruz is asking one of the people in the FBI, were you re, were, were any agents in Gen 6? I cannot comment. Were any? I cannot comment. We're like, yeah, I cannot comment. I cannot Dude, comment. But their, what but their phones that? got turned over or something. The, the agents that were in there, their phones just got turned over. They, they, it's been proven a few of those there were they were FBI agents in January 6th and there's like Jet Cruz is literally pointing this person says something to his ear then he fucking starts breaking the barricade like, Yo, the, F- the FBI literally sent Martin Luther King a letter trying to convince him to kill himself that was the president like, that was the president, that was the, president. <laughs> the FBI is shady as fuck like they are shady the as FBI fuck the FBI is just as bad as it was at the time of Hoover and Hoover controlled presidents he was so powerful. oh yes he did yes he did and at the 100%. same time he was a he was a closeted gay man he was the most powerful gay man in America fuck that's rough, man. You didn't, you didn't hear that he was also gay and his business. I, part- I, you know what? I always this was his partner. They went if on only, vacations together and everything. If only he could have got some story. <laughs> if only he could have got that good dick. And you didn't have to suppress all that stuff. Maybe you know. Maybe. Well, that's the thing. Better. He was getting that. <laughs> that's why he kept it, it on the down low. <laughs> America was not ready for for the head of the FBI to be a gay man, which is you could say it's an its own thing. Yeah, but he was yep. a piece of shit, evil man. So Hoover was a horrible. That's maybe that's why Trump wanted to destroy the building. <laughs> no, man. They, Did you know that like, they wanted to move the building, just to not name it Hoover anymore. You know down. that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Trump that wanted great. to move the FBI headquarters. <laughs> right. What, where? To Mar-a-Lago? He wanted to move it inside Mar-a-Lago. I don't remember. <laughs> so, what it was, it was like a weird cost savings thing. So the government would save money if they moved. So it was actually related to some cost savings because the building was just old and useless. So they needed upgrades and ch- cheapest thing would have well, been due to, you know, it's just like the government just leave something to rot and fall apart and get something. Yep, essentially, the building has yep. been falling apart and it was cheaper to just move the headquarters to a new building, which actually, if you look into those things, it makes sense. It's just business really at the end of the day. Yeah, that's a very real estate type of move, it's actually. Because some so of those that, buildings are so, built so hard. Sorry. Well, you know, all it's going to take is that right landlord to go in there with that super white paint and he'll just paint over everything, you know, yeah, plugs and yeah. window sills and all, and yeah. it'll be just like new. You put compound and you take the outlets out. That's you right. Do, you clean before and make sure there's no cockroaches. No, you just paint over the cockroaches. Dude, I've seen that (laughs) shit. I have not seen that in person. But in New York, there's multiple pictures people have posted of cockroaches (laughs) painted over. (laughs) 
dude, it's like so disgusting too because you know that it was like this this painter that was hired to do it. Like, yeah, yeah, go get in there now, dude. And I've heard <laughs> quotes of pricings from very cheap, and I'm like, yeah, and you're gonna get a really shitty job. Yeah, you're getting the cockroach paint on that one. You're getting the cockroach paint on that. <laughs> they painted it two hours, and then you go into the building. Like, I saw this fucking video out of New York this week, and it was just. It was like a, they had like a little voiceover, like the most beautiful city, the best way. And it's just the street is literally covered in garbage. Like there's fucking rats. Like, I've seen that video too, dude. This is hilarious. Like, Did you see the video Jesus of the guy coming Christ. home to his girl, to his girlfriend? No. The guy just comes home and just, I stepped on shit. This person tried to, this naked man screamed at me. Like they were just describing LA. I'm like, oh, we're turning into LA. Yeah. Manhattan. Is LA already? Yo, I wouldn't go on the subway if I was in New York. Just from Reddit, just from seeing shit, I, um, I'm straight up. Is that is that overblown? Do you go on the subway ever? Like, what's your? You got yeah, a subway story? Subway. You uh, got a subway yeah. story? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen four fights. I have okay. stopped uh, some people. I once like pushed a guy that was like about to hit a woman. I pushed him in the That's platform. Brutal. After we got out of the platform. He didn't fucking dare to like do anything to me he just walked away good and separated good. uh yeah a guy that's kind of hit a woman's usually usually that style yeah some pussy <laughs> oh no funny. oh no i like the landlord special please <laughs> that's so horrible that's that's good sometimes that's really nice wood from a very long time ago i've lived I, in places with that with that like i've seen yeah. it I have. I've. I've not. Not quite to that extent, but I've had some some university apartments that were. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of old mill towns down here where you got those old Sears houses that used to come in on the train that you piece. Oh boy, yeah, sure, um, yeah, dude. Those Sears houses. I give props to the old Sears. Old Sears was uh, Sears Roebuck. Roebuck yeah, was it? You know, there's a, a lot of those houses built- still standing today, like all over the place. But a lot many. of them. A lot of them have these landlord specials on the inside because, like, people have bought them for so cheap. That's the thing. The The outside of the houses are okay. (laughs) Usually, have been completely rebuilt because, well, it's just you have to sometimes rebuild. I was in a house that was 130 years old. Uh, Our offices were there. Man, the amount of problems that place had. Like half the house was actually gutted already, pre-gutted. The house I lived in in Buffalo was built in 1898. Yeah, uh, that's badass. I, I lived in a place like that too, and it was, uh, yeah, the basement so, definitely at one point had like someone scary. chained in the basement yeah, at some my, point. My, <laughs> friend, my friend just bought a place. It actually had, sorry, sorry, Luis, it had a, uh, a slave staircase, a very narrow, so like it had the main staircase, but it had the, the, the staircase from the one bedroom to the kitchen, and it was like super narrow and kind of curved down. I fell down it a couple of times. So did other people. Like, well, really? Related to that, my friend's house, which was built in the 1800s and was like upgraded in the 70s, still was a mess, but he got a great deal on it. Um, yeah. Can you believe it? 800,000 for a two th- to three floor house. Oh my God. That's yeah, fucking wild. That's fucking that, wild. And, and that was a deal. That's a deal. Yeah, that's a deal now. That was yeah. a really good deal, actually. I'm actually, and it's and it's actually four four floors, livable. It's it's a good good space, a good backyard. But uh, he got an amazing deal. Honestly, he did. Yeah. But it has an, a a coal a coal ditch that's still yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So it has like a 
uh, in the front has like a big plate. And like, that's where you put in the coal for the winter time. So you can see the house and it still has it. And I was like, Fine. what? It's still what there. You, so they have this do with that? giant like a fire pit. <laughs> um, no, it's like to store coal. So they're just storing stuff in there. Okay. Okay. But it's, storage. It, but it was, it was interesting. They had the original coal storage that just from the outside, you came in, you poured in the coal and then in the wintertime, you know, you yeah. hit up the house. Old Timmy Two Shoes came by and tried to steal some from you. Um, oh, now that's why it's a black a piece of steel. <laughs> that's all it. No. I'll tell you. Uh, oh, quick, quick subway story. My most amazing subway story, and always I'll remember this till I die. I was living in Toronto, the big smoke, and uh, got on the subway. It was late at night. We have our own sketchiness. It's not quite as bad, but this woman got on older woman sat down across from me and wouldn't break eye contact with me. And I had like my headphones and it's kind of chilling, lifted her cheek, ripped like a huge fart. <laughs> I just was like, all right, you win gal. You're, you're the winner. I got up and moved <laughs> and to me. That was one of the biggest power moves I've ever seen to this day. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, that one stuck with me. Like never broke eye contact with me as, as she farted. So, I mean, God bless her. I wonder what she's up to now. So I, I gave Jimmy a fight I recorded. Now it looks it looks all crazy because I recorded it from my DSLR instead of my phone. So if you want to play that, that was a fight I recorded. It the guy had a python on him around his neck. And fuck off. He then, he then tells the guy, why are you why are you taking a picture of me? What are you doing? Uh, and he gets really mad at him and he, they start fighting because I, he was complaining about taking somebody taking a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I wanted to so people didn't randomly share it. Uh, what was the Python so, doing? <laughs> oh, the Python is on the floor. Eventually gets on the floor. Sorry. It's oh, my God. Look at the Python. Stop the video. So sometimes you have to stop the video to see the Python. So you can go back a little bit. You'll see the Python still around his neck. I did. I did notice the thing around his neck. There's oh a Python God. around his neck. It's about to fall. You're about to see. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's, my friend was freaking the fuck out. If my friend wasn't freaking out. No, it's quite it understandable. It's it's kind of. I was of a trying fun- to comfort her, but. Not- oh no! Oh no! Yeah. God damn, the boys are not happy. God, it's so fucked up to be in those situations because you really, it's kind of like, you get those moments where you're like, should I stop this? Should I do that? And then you just. You start to no in this situation there were people over there uh actively trying to stop them at the same time we were screaming at them to fucking stop oh i was at them. yeah, yeah. there was another person that was coming towards me because <laughs> again snake. there's a there's an animal oh now they're swinging dude there's man. a snake oh there did he swing the snake yeah, there it is. Oh no! Dude, he you have to the stop the video a few times to see the snake on the floor. I it's seen like, the oh, snake on the floor, but I swear it looked like he swung the snake at him. Look, there's a pomerania in the corner too. <laughs> oh, there's a snake. There's a snake right there. Welcome to New York, boys. Oh my God, let's go, let's go. Jesus Look at that. Christ, that looks fun. Yeah, oh. that's. Oh no. Ringside yeah, this seat. is. 
they it's got a real involved. fight, bro. This yeah, is a real fight. Like, and then the doors are like about to open. We're just like open the yeah. fucking bye-bye. doors. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just screaming at the conductor like like there's a fucking fight in the train. Oh, man, and I have to probably- scream it at them because nobody was They're Like there's a fight in the train. So they know because you can also hit the button. Again, yeah. my friend was freaking the fuck out. So I didn't hit the button because then another person came towards us to like come like just you know, it was like, okay, what's Get the going fuck on? away from the snake and um, the fight. <laughs> so, and my friend ran away afterwards. I was like, what, what are you doing? She was really afraid. Um, very, so, fair. <laughs> very, very fair. I understand. Uh, <laughs> she, she comes from Kazakhstan. Uh, she was, she had an incredibly crazy story. She was adopted from so, through some foundation. She was the child of a prostitute. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, those are the stories. I, I, I had a friend from Albania, um, really beautiful girl, and she, she always used to say to me, she never understood. And I mean, she was there for the war and like had family members die and came over, you know, with her family. And she never understood. I would try and tell her about the teenage rebellious years, you know, that many of us, uh, not just in the West, but, you know, yeah, mostly in the West, <laughs> where you kind of the rebel without a cause. And she's like, why did you do that? Why would you act like that? And it's like, I don't know, because I guess we could. I guess we had we didn't have enough trauma in our life. So it's like we make some. I don't know. But it it did kind of hit me where she's like, well, why didn't you just love and cherish your family? I'm like, I don't know, because I wasn't in a death situation, I guess. Right. That's well, that's part of the dysfunction of the. Of the American household, and it's happened also to the Canadian household. That yep, hundred percent dysfunction that has been caused by the state, by a series of events that have continually degraded the what is the cohesion of the family. Sure. But now in the United States, what's happening is all the immigrants have a very, very family-oriented mentality. Big so time. weirdly enough, they are supporting something that will eventually eradicate them. So that's the good news. Okay. That they're inviting in people that will eradicate their agendas. Cause I hope Valentino so. Is for 90% of the Dude. nonsense that they think they are. That's a, that's a culture. We're that part of the a change, lot of respect. But don't they have re- a, a lot that. of respect and, and indigenous up here respect the elders still and all that. And I, I mean, God damn. I am all for congressional ex- representation of the indigenous populations of, in the United States. They need congressional representation, and they're working on that now. The Navajo That's an Nation interesting is active, idea. The Navajo Nation is actively working on congressional representation in Congress. And I'm like, I think God, that's cool. I think that's cool. Happen, but Yo, man, when they're, it comes work, to, they're working on it. When it comes to cultures and religions and all that sort of stuff, I mean, for me, uh, you know, native, indigenous, aboriginal, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that culture to me is probably closer to the truth than, than a lot of other religions and whatever. I mean, it's like, be good to the earth. Earth will be good to you. Shit. Pretty simple, right? Cherish your grandpa. I mean, like, I don't know. All that stuff. And, the American and- natives um, live with the earth. We're generally, at, I mean, sometimes they had wars between each other, but the tribes themselves, nobody owned anything. Yeah. Share it. Hey, there's plenty. There's fucking plenty, right? But well, there even still is today. The yeah. problem is we build these artificial scarcity mechanisms, and then we have built money, which is it has helped with the flow of exchange. It has expedited it, 
but the problem is it's also utilized as a form of control. Money is a very complicated. Topic. And it's a house. Of, it's a house of cards at this point, because we're all carrying around. Oh, no, now we're just playing a giant scam game of like, yeah, who's, who's going to take the, the debt first? Who's who's going to not pay the debt first to set off the chain reaction that that will Italy. cause? It's our Italy. Yeah. Well, shit. America Wait, did it to Russia with the bonds. Did, did you I mean, that already hear, happened. Did you guys hear her? Basically calling Macron a piece. <laughs> Yo, so wait, do we do we dig this chick or not? I've, I've faced some backlash because I referred to her as like a right wing because that's what the media is saying. No. OK, because I, so, I looked into it more and she doesn't seem to be a fascist, really. She's just not super down with with being like a 20 pronoun country, like, which is, so, inf- I'm so down with that. Like, so, that's, that's, so if you listen to what well, she recently said, Hey, you know where we're having a crisis in Italy because because France bombed the fuck out of Libya. And then they have a giant refugee crisis. And where do they come? They come here. Nice. So then then she calls out the imperialist side of France. And you guys didn't know, you know, France is technically the third superpower. Mm -hmm. So so they're well, France has more bases in, in the world than even the Chinese do. France controls 14 no economies. Shit. France charges, and she mentions in the speech, France charges a minting fee for their currencies. So the Democratic Republic of Congo, who uses francs, gets a minting fee from the French government. No shit. I wonder if so, we paid that from Quebec at all. I wonder if there's something there. I, I got to look into that. I got to look into that, Louis. Holy oh, shit. Nebraska is the only state, I think, that runs on its own banking system in the United States. I believe there's there's some specific uh, details on the Nebraska banking system being separate to the rest and their system being better. But I, I, I wish I could tell you more, but there's some particular interesting things about the Nebraska banking system compared to the rest of the states. Uh, but back to for them. is like she just flat out just insults the fuck out of Macron, the French government and the imperialistic mentality of the French government. And yeah, they're going to meet in a few weeks. So that's going to be fun. Oh, that's juicy. That's fucking juicy. I, Doug. I'm all for Italy going <laughs> this direction. I mean, some of my Italian friends, which are all uh, far left, will be like, hey, oh my God, but it's a fascist. I'm like, <laughs> you see, have you seen where Italy's been? Um, at this point, just try a new thing. I mean, it's not fascism. She's not. Yes. She's not a fascist. And and, and no. it's not going to fall into fascism. That's that's all made up. And look, real, realize this: whenever they call you a fascist, just look at who's telling saying it. And yeah. then you're like, wait, those are the fascists. I mean, shit, a fascist. Like you're not a fascist till you till you have control and power. Like you know, you can't be a fascist exactly. until you have power. And who has so control like, and power? Who's yeah, controlling the media? That's actually kind of very interesting. Yeah, I like so that. We techni- the United States technically runs on a, ne- uh, a neo-fascist fascism version that's from the left. It's, it's the same shit, just a left-wing version of it. Peterson and I don't like quoting this 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 uh, fella who's gone a little sideways in my opinion, but I remember. He, he said, this is years ago, he said, liberalism, you know, extreme liberalism is the new fascism. And I do got to say it is. It is the thing that stifles freedom of speech. It is the thing which is uh, telling you how it is and how it should be and not really. I mean, that's to me what fascism is. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's ironic at this point. Like, freedom of speech 
is a concept created from liberalism. Like, you know what I mean? Like they should be staunchly su supporting that shit. Like anyways, it's all backwards now, man. It's all fucking backwards. Like, well, Trudeau Antifa protects the fascist. Do you know we've yeah. gone inside? Justin, Justin Trudeau got elected on the back of a policy that Harper had. And it was to, to, it wasn't even that women couldn't wear niqabs or hijabs. It was that we asked you remove them during your oath ceremony, your citizenship ceremony. Um, that was considered ultimately, and, and Trudeau played this up huge, very racist, blah, blah, blah. It was the, it was the dagger in Harper's coffin. And um, now here we are seven years later, and everyone's celebrating the hijab being ripped off. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Well, this has I'll never been funny. this has never been a good thing. It's been a symbol of misogyny since the start. But no, y'all no, motherfuckers on the left were defending it who say that we're the fucking misogynists. It's just fucking backwards. I, I was backwards. having I was having that debate with a person just today. And because of the French government still imposing the restrictions that you cannot wear one anymore. And while the the well, that while the headscarf is really not offensive. Yeah, um, that's I don't get why they went that far. The burqa is the burqa. I mean, it's it's meant it's meant to it's oppression. It's a headscarf. No, it's the, oppression, the headscarf bro. is a choice. The headscarf. I don't care. It's a choice. I mean, shit, you're wearing a thing on your head. You know, it's whatever. Exactly. That's fine. Hey, oh, look at that. <laughs> that was my guy. That's my There's dude. Your guy. <laughs> By the this, way, this is the guy artist. that said it was racist. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. That makeup artist, though. That's some no. clean work. Find Listen, a color picture. There's a makeup Trudeau, artist. Like, Trudeau amazing. probably did. He did his own makeup. He is a big drama guy. He loves drama. No, he, he was a drama. No, he was a drama play. teacher. He was all about that it. That job is too perfect. That color, because there's other pictures where the like, color is perfect. I hope somehow that I hope like somewhere down the line that got expensed somewhere in the government coffer. Like, didn't you see his <laughs> mom was getting money from the? Come on, you didn't see the recent the controversy a few years back that her his mom was getting kickbacks from the government. Oh, I mean, I didn't see it, but it's, I mean, Jesus His Christ. I was getting like $200,000 from the government. <laughs> During COVID, he sent an internal email out to uh, Parliament Hill staff. And it was like, if you're feeling a little pent up, sign up for my wife's yoga classes. <laughs> like, it was like online yoga class. Swear to fucking God. Man. <laughs> and they criticized him. Why are you advertising something of your wife? I remember him. And guess what he said? hustling. He just literally changes the subject. He never well, answered the question when it was he, being asked. He, someone asked him about the economy during it or something. He goes, well, I'm not too worried about the economy right now. I'm just worried about people. And it's like, well, maybe you should have been a little worried because, uh, yeah, more people are fucked now because of that than uh, COVID. But no, remember when yeah. he tweeted about recently <laughs> about Iran and the first that he got literally ratioed by somebody writing, you froze my bank accounts. Yeah, fucking you froze <laughs> your own countryman's bank accounts. You and, fucking and got ratioed. And, that, and that's the best thing when they get ratioed, when there's more reshares from the comment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. It, I know what ratios. Uh, it's a savage thing these days. That's like getting slapped right across the face these days, really. If you it, it's, a, it's a beautiful alternative. <laughs> it's like, when you say something ridiculous and then the comment against you explodes much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's you get known. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. there was a Trump commentator, guys, that just lived off commentating on Trump's post. You can make a living off that. 
<laughs> Can you believe that? There are people that have made their living off commenta- commentary off Trump's post. Hey, it's wow. a good, it's a good place to live, right in the shade, right in the nice shade. Man, I mean, uh, but you, when you're when, but you got to think about that. How much sand is in your vagina that you have to spend all your time? making all these comments or making meme pages about people and like continuing to, you know, mock them and such like that. I mean, I get, that's like the, the point that you've made it, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, yeah, yeah, yeah true. I mean, you're living rent free in that person's head and yes, that's, uh, it that's priceless. And their yeah, tears taste delicious. Yes, they like, do. Yes, they do. I, mean, I got to watch myself, power. Intake, but yeah, look at the power <laughs> people get from that type of, of of fame eventually that's oh, why sure. some people thrive on it regardless if it's hateful really of hateful relationship because if it's a hateful relationship or something that wasn't actually negative then you're fine and i mean right now i'll, I'll give you a simple example for me it's like in puerto rico the governor doesn't do anything and is actively protecting a corporation that runs the power authority now the power authority needs six thousand employees they have 1800 they fired the the national employees of the original corporation that was there before they fired all the employees because they didn't want to they didn't want to pay for the pensions and for the the salaries yeah so they fired everybody and what the the mayors around the island are doing now is they hired those people that were fired and then the company Luma, which is owned by a, a Qantas in the U.S. and Canada, is only hiring themselves from Qantas. So they're only hiring their own employees. And it's a big circle jerk. You cannot, you cannot hire anybody but us because we want to get the FEMA money. And they mm-hmm. literally wrote it in a memorandum that everybody should sign. And the governor said everybody should sign this. It's a memorandum that basically stated that FEMA, that the only person FEMA is going to get paid is Luma. And because the, 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 the other mayors are saying, no, go fuck yourself. We're going to hire the people that already already know the system, already knows the grid, and they're going to fix it. And they're actively doing that. So in defiance, they're just fixing love it. That. I love the mayor that. of one of the one of the places uh, was a lineman. He was like, I was a lineman. I know the system. All the no, breakers are off. I, I went there myself. All the breakers are off. We have no power. The place next door has power. We have no power. You imagine 200,000 people have no fucking power because the power authority says we have a monopoly of who can fix your system. This I mean, level of corruption should be prosecuted yeah. to the highest degree. Yet nothing is done. Nothing. This is criminal acts that are killing. They're going to kill thousands of it's, people. It's Last the stuff time that it was makes 5,000 wanna... people died because of that. 5,000 people died. That's absurd. That's the stuff that makes you want to smash your head into the wall, frankly. No, it gets you go, worse. How, how, how it gets do you at worse. that point do anything? Like when, it's, they got when you're handcuffed like that. They got billions of dollars. They got billions of dollars to rebuild the power grid. Now, this is enough money to rebuild the power grid essentially to the 21st century. Pretty much if it's not misused. So Puerto Rico power system could be upgraded to be really robust and strong because sure. we have the money. It only took t- it only takes 10 billion to fix half the problems in the U.S. 15 billion is going to do more than that to a freaking island. No so shit. We, we, their only real problem is we need a lot of helicopters to set up a lot of the lines. It's like a whole thing <laughs> because of the mountains. So there is problems. They invented 
the methodology to do lines with helicopters in Puerto Rico because they are like, how the hell do we do this? And they just figured it out with helicopters. That's intense. My brother-in-law does that sometimes up here. He's the, a line the high off, power off, lines. Heli- off helicopter. Yeah, he's, he's done that. I believe that it, was, it was perfected in Puerto Rico, the techniques, because they were doing That's... it in the mountains because there was no other way to do it than from a helicopter. Yo, hmm. I asked him, like, do you, how do you do that stuff? Do you get used to it? Like, I don't even know. Because, like, I get up, to, I get up to those heights, man. My knees start shaking. I've, I've, I've managed to force myself to jump off cliffs in the water and stuff only because, like, some 10-year-old girl does it beside me, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it's all in your head. <laughs> but uh nah man heights yeah those guys are crazy and he said no you he didn't like it at first but it's amazing what the human minds can adapt to and just get used to but Absolutely. fuck me i don't know i don't know i like my feet on the ground i'm like a you know pretty burly guy it's not it's not easy to pull myself up so yeah i'm like being on the ground Fellas, I think this has been a fantastic evening, and I think uh, about I'm about ready to go around and ask you guys if you got any final thoughts before we let get out of here. I know John, you've got your uh, YouTube going on and your book you promoted last night. You can plug that again if you'd like. Yes, sir. Confessions of a middle-aged white man. It's available on all uh, all outlets, Kindle, Kobo, whatever you got, and uh, Uncle Johnny TV. I'm posting a lot of. Uh, a lot of older stuff from the talk you may not have seen and newer stuff that's shadow banned and uh, we get, we probably some new some TikTok collabing, bro. I would love that. Yeah, let's talk about that. And uh, yeah, hope y'all are good. Another great combo, boys. Yes, sir. And I, I, yes, sir. I, I look forward to the next time you come back, man. I love having you around. I think you got a great perspective and bring some good laughter we, to the crew. So I appreciate that. Luis, you got anything for me tonight before we sign out? Pay attention right now because this, these are the moments that will be written in history books if we have history books. <laughs> uh, word word of mouth, at moments. least. <laughs> we, we, we are becoming the, the tension is getting higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. I mean, just the amount of misinformation is massive. But watching it, I was I wanted to say before, if we could find somebody that's lived through at least the Vietnam era of the propaganda, the, the, the misinformation of that time period, um, speaking to somebody from that time period, because we can't find from World War II, understanding what it led to, what led to this, what led to that, and what people were talking about locally at the time. Those are fascinating elements to really, yeah. if you know somebody from that time period, ask them. Simply ask them, what was your experience at that time? Because there was less exchange of information, but people knew that what should do. Many people knew what was going on. That's why there was a lot of protest against the Vietnam War. There was a lot, a lot of protest against the Korean War. So just be mindful that people want the better future and we're all going to work to build a better future. I believe in the I believe in a greater, more beautiful future ahead. We just have to get through this insane moment. Here, here. Yeah. yeah, no, I, just, I, I always keep saying there's going to be a better tomorrow. Like, we just got to keep working that way. And what we're trying to do here is find all those alternate kind of systems. Well, you guys know before I sign out, you know, I've always got something good for you. So, <clears throat> what do you get when you cross a parrot and a shark? What? A bird that'll talk your head off. You guys have a fantastic evening. Thank you.